It's not always easy to find the positive. You might even need to search for happiness. Sometimes, just a little inspiration makes a difference. Here, it comes from unexpected places. Welcome to the Tangential Inspiration Podcast. Hi, I'm Teresa. And I'm Amy. We are two ordinary moms looking for inspiration wherever we can find it. So last week when we were talking about Shanti, my takeaway was just working on looking through the windshield, looking forward. And I feel like in the last week, I definitely did that with, you know, meeting to do the vision boards. Yeah, that was so fun. It was super fun. And I have been looking at like to buy certain magazines so that I can cut out the pictures or the certain words that I want to look at. But I'm trying really hard and I'm going to keep trying to not look too much in my rearview mirror, use that as as a guide, but really focus on the future. And the other thing that I, I took away from last week that I'm kind of proud of myself, my son, super sweet, at Christmas gave me the One Minute Gratitude Journal. <laughs> oh, that's He said it yeah. was perfect for me and for two reasons, because I'm always talking about being grateful and gratitude and the importance of that. But my attention span is pretty limited. And so he knows that I kind of need the one-minute gratitude. So I'm working as we're entering this new month on each night writing in my gratitude journal because I can definitely give a minute to it. And it, it does set you up for the next day. Did you hear about the Portland woman, Mass Tree? She's she got a new Mazda. Oh, it's, a, it's really cute. This Ursula Hood received a kidney transplant back in oh. 2011, and her doctor told her to wear a mask just to kind of avoid any possible complications, just to you know preventative. So when COVID hit, she decided to give back by making masks, hanging them on trees near her house, putting the trailheads. Oh, Even like meeting my up with people and giving, I mean, this is just. I wonder if there's anything on Instagram with those pictures. I because have, I would love to be on a trailhead and find a mask. I, that's yeah, I, I don't know. But it's so darling. And her daughter was just so proud of her mom that she nominated Absolutely. her for that Mazda Heroes program. Which I don't know much about. I don't but. either. But anyways, her mom got a, a new car. Yay! And I just think <laughs> it's just so. Oh. I just thought it was just really a sweet story. And. Along with the car thing, <laughs> uh, I saw this on uh, my news feed. This a story a fuel attendant was given a new car by an anonymous customer. And this is really cool. Which Astoria is about, what, an hour and an 45 hour minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I can almost see this because I go, go to the beach too. But <laughs> yeah, you spend a lot of time in Cannon Beach. Cannon Beach, yeah. yeah. We spend Be- a lot of time in Manzanita. So this beach is north, but now right. I'm going to feel like you kind of know going. Do you yeah. check it out? So this guy, Bradley, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Rao, works at Safeway Fuel Station in Astoria, and he's super friendly, and he's chatty. He chats with everybody, and he struck up a conversation with a man, and he was telling him about how he's trying to get a car loan, and they talked for a bit, and then the driver took off and just said, have a good day. Rao replied, you too, and thinking nothing of it. Well, this customer was really struck by this conversation he had with the fuel attendant, and went to the nearby Ikea, and he was w- walking the lot, and one of the salesmen comes up and goes, what you looking for? And then he finally says, well, I'm not really looking for myself. 
I'm looking for somebody else. And he told oh. him the whole story about yeah. this uh, fuel attendant. And so a Kia salesman got really into it. The car uh, salesman at the Kia, Kia dealership worked with a customer to get a loan together and verify funds. And then the Kia sales rep went out to the Safeway fuel station where Rao was working and said, at the end of the day, come by and pick out a car. Oh my gosh. And I just, I just love this that random, talk about yeah. random acts yeah. of kindness and just from the heart. Absolutely. 100% from the heart. And just that he would reach out and do that is over the top because not, totally every, not everyone top. can do that. Definitely. But wow. Yeah. Very cool. March is National Women's Month, so we decided to focus on ladies making a positive impact in the world. And one of the women I picked for this month has quite the bio. She's a mom, wife, author, war veteran, and professional paratriathlete. Whoa, holy moly. <laughs> I know, I'm, not, I'm <laughs> like just trying to get stuff in this low cooker, but... I knew I loved her as soon as her webpage crossed my computer with the bold words, and they... Like came across the whole page. Relate, motivate, inspire. I can see why. Yeah. Instant curiosity. So I continued to dig for more information. Just, I, I loved that starting off. Melissa Stockwell was a normal athletic kid who loved gymnastics, and she dreamed of the Olympics. I'm not sure how realistic that was with her before, but anyway, she talks about dreaming of the Olympics as a gymnast. She joined the Army ROTC at the University of Colorado during her sophomore year and was a senior on September 11th, 2001, which we all know. Whoa. Tragic day in American history. She became a first lieutenant and was deployed to Iraq in March 2004. When I went through her photos, I couldn't help but think of just how young she was when she was deployed, 24 Really young. Being a parent, I just, I can't even wrap my head around it. How her parents must have felt sending her to Iraq at such a young age. Yeah. 24, you're just a baby. Really, really. Three weeks later, her Humvee was hit with a roadside bomb. And her left leg would be one of the casualties. I know. So young. And uh, she was immediately just grateful to be alive. And that gratitude multiplied with her time at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. So instead of feeling sorry for herself, she looked around and the other patients who had lost two, three, four limbs and their eyesight, not to mention the, the ones that had paid the ultimate sacrifice with their lives. So she talks, I mean, I've, I've watched interviews and whatnot, just how, how grateful she was and she was a lucky one to survive this and be alive. And she still was super proud to be an American. Oh, wow. I love that. I, yeah. I don't, I mean, you know what I mean? I love her, her heart. Yeah. I don't like what happened, but, but anyway, she continued to look ahead and hope for the best through countless surgeries, you can only imagine. I mean, your sister is a doctor, so losing a leg, you have a lot of surgeries and infection. She had a lot of issues that happened. But 52 days after she lost her leg in Iraq, she took her first steps on her prosthetic leg. 
That's Which, awesome. It, two months. That's pretty, Amazing. pretty dang impressive. Yeah. She dreamed of being an athlete again. She had been a gymnast growing up, so she, you know, that was her dream. She's done things after losing her leg. She said she never would have imagined doing before. So many great organizations to note that helped her through her journey. The Wounded Warriors Project helped her ski on one leg down the slopes of Breckenridge, Colorado. That accomplishment reminded her that anything is possible. Achilles Freedom Team gave her the opportunity to hand cycle in the New York City Marathon in 2005. Wow, you know... Oh, sorry. I was going to jump in and say, I, my, I have a brother that uses a, rides a hand cycle. And Which I can't imagine, like, the blisters and super impressive with all of that. She'd go back later and run it years later, the New York City Marathon. And also the Challenged Athletes Foundation invited her to do a triathlon with the Operation Bound. And I'm she sorry, said... Do you know what the Operation Rebound is? Operation Rebound helps veterans, military personnel, and first responders who have experienced an injury okay. strengthen mental and physical well-being. Wow. So, I'm, you know, I'm not sure what all that encompasses, but I think that they are trying to help people that are injured, protecting, you know, giving us our freedoms, basically. With the Challenge Athletes Foundation, they invited her to do a triathlon. And she said that experience changed her life, and that's where she started to live a life through sports. Oh, wow. The Paralympic Games, or Paralympic, are a periodic series of international multi-sport events involving athletes with a range of disabilities, including impaired muscle power, leg strength, like different, like the size differences, Limb deficiencies, impaired range of motion, short stature, vision impairments, intellectual impairments. So it just it's encompassing a ton. But there are winter and summer Paralympic Games, and since 1988 in Seoul, South Korea, they have immediately followed their respective Olympic Games. It's awesome. So the Paralympics have grown from a small gathering of. British World War II veterans in 1948, wow. which we're yeah. talking, now we're in, what year are we even in? I know. <laughs> it's sad. I thought 2020 was going to be the year, and then it was really toilet year, and then now we're to 2021. But anyway, the Paralympics have grown. They had a small gathering of British World War II veterans in 1948 to become one of the largest international sporting events. The Paralympics have gone from 400 athletes in 23 countries, so just trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah, that's a lot. To, in 1960, to thousands of competitors over 100 countries in the 2012 Summer Olympics. So, Melissa Stockwell, she retired from the Army in April 2005 with a Purple Heart and Bronze Star. So, remember, in 2004 was when she lost her leg, so this is a year later, and she started training to see... What she could do as a Paralympic athlete. She started with swimming. She had used that during rehab. And she said she felt more herself in the water. So I, I try to put myself in the position of right, the person. Yeah. And I think that she felt more like she had been before she lost her leg when she was in the water. She moved to the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, Colorado to train. Knowing that it would be a long shot for her to make the team. 
but still feeling the urge to see what she could do. I love her spirit. She just keeps on pushing through, keeps on trying. Right, and, and to, to pursue up to be like a professional athlete, really. After, after all that. Yeah, just absolutely amazes me. And apparently she had the meat of her life and earned a spot on the 2008 Paralympic swim team. So this was before triathlon. She just was swimming. Stockwell didn't earn any medals in Beijing, but she saw it as a part of her journey, which I loved that because she didn't see it as the end all. She just saw it as part of, we all have failures. We all have things that we mess up on, screw up on. Sure, yeah. It's all part of the journey and part of making it to whatever you're striving for. That's how she saw Beijing. It wasn't the final destination, and she definitely didn't see it as a failure, which so admire. She transitioned into triathlon in 2008, and for anyone, I eat, sleep, breathe. I love triathlon. I just, I always have with the swimming and the biking and the running. I think it is the perfect, I love the number three to begin with, and then those three sports, I think it's just perfect. But anyway. I think it's she, pretty incredible to do all three <laughs> in one day you, like it, that. Yeah. And she started, she's coming in as a swimmer. She's new to the sport. And it relative, I mean, it's a relatively new sport. And I, I, and don't quote me on this, but 1972, I think, is when they first started the triathlon. Okay. So it's Still not new. been, it's not been around since the uh, Romans, for sure. <laughs> But the paratriathlon wasn't a thing until 2016. Not that long 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 ago. ago, No. She earned a bronze medal in the inaugural event. So when they started, she was on the podium there. It was a U.S. sweep. And she stood with two other American teammates. And she said that was the like one of the best days of her life. I can see that. I know, <laughs> I definitely can too. She is definitely a very proud American, which admire that. I admire that she hasn't let things that have happened to her slow her down. She keeps looking in that windshield. She's not looking in the rearview mirror. But she decided to give back to the community and co-founded Dare to Try. And that's Dare, just the number two. Try T R I. A paratriathlon club giving to other athletes with disabilities gives them an opportunity to experience the three-sport event. And for people Very that... cool. Super cool. Yeah. And, you know, I grew up loving this, so not everyone it's knows right that... rally. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. So I'm always, like, bow down to... But with the triathlon, you, you swim and then you bike. And then you run. So there are three disciplines, physical disciplines, you definitely have to train. But she is eternally grateful for the organizations that helped her get to where she is. And she wanted to do that for others. So as awful as it is that this would have transpired from just a completely horrific day in Iraq, seeing the stories on Dare to Try website... All the lives they've changed. I'll have to go check it out. I'll I'll list that in the end. But I love to see that in 2020, they commented on what they do best is adapt. And you know how 2020, I hated 2020. It just, 
it's all about adapting. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 she's like we focused on the good and the triathlon and the training world weren't the same in 2020, but that isn't stopping them from helping the disabled individuals reach their full potential. I absolutely love that everything about Melissa Stockwell from April 13, 2004, when she lost her leg, and I wish that it hadn't happened, but at the same time, none of this would have transpired if it hadn't. Obviously, I would prefer it not to happen, but she didn't get caught up in that. She didn't get caught up in, why me, and why did I lose my leg, and whatever. Instead, she fought to come back. She reinvented herself. She talks about her one of her most favorite moments is running with the American flag into a sold-out Bird's Nest Stadium at the closing ceremonies in Beijing. That just gives me chills. I, I mean, because I, I, I love the Olympics. I love I watching do them. And so I can see, I can visualize. I know. And just the pride. Mm-hmm. We have our problems, but... I'm just very proud of the country that we live in, but and, and so is Melissa Stockwell. So each of these athletes are spreading that hope into other communities, and I think I love just that concept. I'm not sure the postponed Olympics will happen this year. Oh, I, I, I super hope. Part of me, I'm conflicted, because I hope that they do, but I also hope that they do safely. Right. I'm not sure the postponed Olympics will happen this year. I'm conflicted with that because I have read that Japan doesn't want, but, but whatever. I, I'm hoping that they can have a safe option for athletes like Melissa Stockwell, who are training hard every day to see what they can do for themselves and their country. I think my favorite part, just being honest with Melissa Stockwell, besides the Olympics, aspect of it is her dare to try I love that she's because it's a paying it forward in in 2020 which we all saw as just a very difficult year they had (laughs) we're all just survival and trying to help each other but they had 3,032 minutes of 3,032 virtual hours of workouts in Zoom. Oh, that's impressive. 3,000 hours, that's pretty dang impressive. And it was everything from cycling to yoga to stretching. They've incorporated all sorts of aspects into it. But I just love that they're adapting like we all need to do in 2020 and now 2021. They helped 259 disabled athletes. This was in 2020 when most of us shut down and we were trying to figure out what was going on. 259 people still worked out and trained. Still, and awesome. you, you know, I mean, because that's how we met, you know how important a workout is. It just makes the difference in your outlook. So Stress 200 and everything. That's awesome. Absolutely. They had on their website 199 friends <laughs> and family members and volunteers helping with that. The thing that impressed me was that in 2020, our like toilet bowl year, they had 62% of their participants were new. I also loved that last year she came out with a book in the summertime. The Power of Choice, My Journey from Wounded Warrior to World Champion. Definitely, that is on my list 
to read because I love not only that this woman's an athlete, I love that she loves her country. I love that she is willing to work hard. I love that she's a mom. Obviously, she adores her children, but she's just trying to make it all. What a role model. I'm just thinking of young kids that might have, you know, a disability and maybe think that being an athlete like that is out of their you know, out of the realm, realm, and this, but she this totally inspires. Proves. Well, and with this group, she works with children as well as adults. I bow down. <laughs> I bow down to Melissa Stockwell. My takeaway and goal for this week, because we're we're trying to do that, because this is totally for us in some ways, and this is kind of embarrassing, but I have used COVID as an excuse, not intentionally. But the things I love are still out there. I still can do the things that I love. There's no reason I can't modify or adapt. And the things I love most are still out there for me. I can still run. I can still bike. I can still lift weights. I'm going to wait on the pool part of it. (laughs) Mainly, not because I'm not okay going in the pool with COVID, but... Mainly because with time constraints, like you have to schedule a time and very and, limited. And you have, it is super limited, but I need to for moving forward, I need to stop the excuses. I need to be more like Melissa Stockwell. I need to be more like Kia Brown and just move forward, look ahead rather than worrying about the things from the past. I want to take a power word from Kia, and that's ambition. I love that she said her word is ambitious. And I'm all for mantras and working with those. For the next week, I'm going to use the word ambitious because I'm going to be safe with how I work out. I'm going to be safe with how I do things. But at the same time, I need to not use an excuse because there are things I can do safely. For sure. With COVID. I can't remember where I read about Kia Brown, but I wanted to read her new book, The Pretty One. Oh. I highly recommend it to anyone, but um, I wanted to learn more about this young black disabled woman. I'm old enough to be her mother. Easily. And... It's always a hard. It's, uh, yeah, it's not easy. But anyway, the book started a little harsh for me with her noting that she wasn't there to inspire able-bodied people, which I understand. And if that your reason to read her book was to keep looking, keep looking. Well, that's interesting. I, I know, but for me, that was very hard. I feel like I'm so like, oh, love everyone, whatever. But so it was, it was very hard for me to read. Pretty bold. And truthfully, I was a little put off. Because in my mind, I think that if you can inspire anyone, anyone. Yeah. You should just put it out there and you should be good with it. But I decided to keep reading and my thing is, I, I and, and this is just how I am, and granted, I'm older, and I've been around a while, but I just, I feel like if you can inspire or 
move one person. It's just like if you can hug on one person, if you can love on one person, worth it. Totally. But I'm, I'm in a different stage in life. This girl loves pop culture. <laughs> That's <laughs> fun. I have been terrible about the last, you know, 20 years of my life. All things related, it made it a super fun read. I have a new list of movies to watch and some new shows to try. Like which ones? Just throw off one or two um, out. Well, like Princess Bride. Oh. I still, I've heard all it's sorts classic. of great things. <laughs> I know, but... I still, that's on, as she references that, I still haven't seen it. So, I, that's on my list. There are also, I, I think I haven't made it, I don't really watch television shows. I mean, it's not just TV shows, because she also talks about music and makeup, and I, I love Paramore, but this girl loves (laughs) Paramore. So many artists... I was impressed with how much she really, like, admires them and focuses on them. I just kind of, I'm very superficial. I kind of touch the surface to things. But Kia listens to their music, like, with Paramore. She really absorbs all of it. She's changed that for me. This girl listens and has used music to get her through some terrible things in her life. So she gave me a newfound appreciation for pop culture, which I <laughs> oftentimes have been like, ah, not there, I don't get. Right. But I really should kind of pay attention to what's going on in the world, and not news, but what's going on in the world with pop. And she's also opened my eyes to self-love with dealing with a body that doesn't necessarily cooperate. For Kia, she was born with cerebral palsy. And most of us take our daily routines for granted. For Kia, she has to work. Like, all caps, she has to really work at putting her hair up in a ponytail. Oh. In a ponytail. She didn't even accomplish that or master that task until she was in her 20s. She's commented on how many adults see her in the mall and pass by her with an open mouth. Just, like, staring at her. And... I I just don't even get that. She was acutely aware of her condition when a total stranger approached her at a music store and said that she was praying for her to be healed, encouraging her to stay hopeful. Now, part of me is like, oh, that's super sweet. But then looking at her perspective, not so much. This innocent comment, I mean... It, it was innocent enough in itself, but the music store lady actually made her feel worse, not better. Her mother had raised her to be very confident. She had, believed, like, reminded her you can do whatever you want to do. She bought her roller skates, roller blades, and a bike, even though she could never use any of those. But her point was that she was trying to remind her daughter, shoot for the stars. That's so awesome. Which is how every mother should be. She was just reminding her to be confident in your own skin. But when the stranger at the music store pointed out her disability, it made her feel more disabled. Which I know was not her intention at all. But still, she was more aware of how she stood out in a crowd and not for the reasons she wanted to. So she wanted to explain that she had tried everything 
to heal herself from prayer to yoga to, I mean, she talked about essential oils. But the insensitive woman at the music store just reminded me. I would say that, you know. It doesn't surprise me. Sadly. Yeah. She meant it well, but this is why we need to think before we say. But that woman just reminded her that she was, that there was something wrong with her. Definitely not the message that the music store lady was trying to send. That's how she took it. After hearing her story, it helped me see why she started off sounding a wee bit jaded with able-bodied people using her as inspiration. She started an online argument with Stephen Hawking died, and so many people claimed that he was finally free of the pain, free of the wheelchair, and free of all of the terrible things on this earth, which she claimed that she didn't... She was like, why do you make the assumption that he was miserable and that he was unhappy? Her point was that she didn't like the assumptions that were being made and held her ground, even though she was completely attacked online. Her point was that he never complained about his situation. And when I looked it up, she was absolutely right. He didn't complain, so why should we... And even back to the Melissa Stockwell, her point was that she used to look at people in a wheelchair or with disabilities and feel pity and feel sorry. But she, her, her thing was that, you know what? They're living great lives. Right. So they don't necessarily look at them that way. You need to also respect and admire them. Right. They're doing great things. Kia Brown's book, Forever Change, my thinking. While I would never be the woman who imposed her beliefs in the music store with praying that she would be healed and whatnot. I've often looked at someone disabled and felt pity for them, which is a reflection on me and my shortcoming, not theirs. So Kia reminded me that there are strong people that want to make a place in the world. For her, she wants to see the fashion industry reflect the people come in all shapes, sizes, and abilities. Companies need to address this and make clothing for everyone. That's so true. It it is. I don't even think about it. Yeah, I mean, being my, I told you my brother's in a wheelchair, and I know he's had to get you know sometimes different pants when he was working in the office that were you know more comfortable and that were just fit better than what you can buy just in the store. We don't even think about that. No, no we don't. But that's their daily lives. Do you know that too often television, they have the disabled person being played by someone able-bodied. She kept commenting on able-bodied, so that's why I keep using it. I just think it's sending the wrong message, and that needs to be changed. She reminded me. That needs to be changed. There are so many great actors and actresses that are in wheelchairs that can be in shows, that can write shows, that can model, that can produce things being disabled and I loved that she was very powerful with the word disabled she was like we are don't dance around it it's a disability we're gonna work through it I love the honesty through her book she went through suicidal moments I know she and she's so young for all of this but she spent years being jealous of her twin sister Because her twin sister had all the boys who were interested in her. uh, And she was angry with God at times. Which I think her openness was 
very inspiring for me. She made the choice to look in the mirror and tell herself things she loved about herself. And for her, her favorite number was four. Oh. My favorite number <laughs> is three. So I would be different. But she would look in the mirror and tell herself four things she loved about herself. Something I think we I love all... That. That's such a doable amount. Like, you know... It totally is. Right. And I think we all need to do it because we're all just struggling at this point. She's called out society numerous times when it's evident that society needs to evolve. Something, once again, I think we all need to do. And she's on a mission to see more disabled clothing. More clothing lines, more TV shows, more TV shows with disabled actors and actresses and writers trying to include all of us. So most importantly, I love with with Kia Brown, her fierce spirit. This young lady has, she started the hashtag, this was what kind of got her viral. She started the hashtag disabled and cute oh. on Instagram, which I started following. Yeah. And I have been, and I know she would be disappointed with me being inspired because I'm able-bodied and inspired by, the, by these people. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? There was one girl on there that did her all of her makeup. And I just commented. I'm like, you were beautiful before. You're beautiful after. Both of them were over the top. So pretty. Oh, that I just. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I absolutely love that. She also reminded me that I have two ears and one mouth for a reason. So for her, like, I go back to that music store lady you don't always need to say what you're thinking. I feel like we need to listen more and talk less. Edit button. The internal, <laughs> edit. The internal edit. Edit button. Yes. I, need, I, I definitely need an edit button. And my boys would agree. Her hashtag disabled and cute on Instagram. Love it. And I know she would be. Yeah. She doesn't want to inspire able-bodied people so much. But for me... I am totally inspired. These ladies, men, are beautiful inside out. And I love that they're just moving forward. They're strong, regardless of where they're at with their disability. I love that she is really trying to change our views with disability, but she also wants to remind people that she loves fashion. I mean, she's got a TED Talk. And she's in there with her fuchsia lipstick. And she's got her fuchsia blazer. And she just looks... Sounds, so, sounds cute. Sounds oh like my gosh. Outfit. She is beautiful. But I love that. And I know I overused the word love. But she is really... She wants people that are in wheelchairs. She wants, she wants people that are using canes or walkers... To be able to feel pretty, and why shouldn't they? Right, you know, it's kind of my mind. Is it's like they need to be, need to be included in pop exactly. culture, in the pop exactly. culture. Exactly, that's Just her in, point. In everything you know. She wants to be in fashion. Yeah. She wants to see fashion related to someone in a wheelchair. And she did note that Target they have a they have a line that is geared towards kids with disabilities. Okay. But she also commented on Tommy Helfinger. They have a line geared towards people with disabilities. And we chatted about Nike having shoes. So it's definitely a step. We're going in the right direction. But so much more that needs to happen with 
making it just feel normal. The biggest part I'm excited to hear more about her future. This she's got she's got the book out, which was really good. But she's got a TED talk, oh, which was really cool. good. Super cool. And I love that she's demonstrating her favorite word, which is ambitious. And I think that needs to be my mantra because she inspires me to do more and constantly be looking forward no matter what the challenges are ahead of me. Like and subscribe. Follow Transgential Inspiration on Facebook and Instagram.